Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hey alex hey guys uh today the day we're recording is international women's day so uh shout out to all the all the lovely women um in the world and in stardom and in you know we we obviously we we love women here. Uh, that I feel like any way that I go from here, it's gonna sound weird. You so had to say that just that. as I took a sip. <laughs> you... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know how to go with that. It was the like, pause I mean, like, after. We, you just we appreciate we appreciate women. Right. Respect, uh, <laughs> we res- we respect women. We respect women. Respect. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're obviously a women's wrestling podcast, so uh, shout out to them one time. Yeah, and well, many really, times, not just one like time. the real question is when is International Men's Day? Not for no. me. I don't care. I'm not. I know. I was gonna say I don't think that applies <laughs> to you, but no. um, I, have about I don't days. know. I got every days. every single year somebody brings that up, and I I'm just like, when is that? And I look it up. I'm just like, oh, and I just never think about it ever again because yeah. I'm not weird. Okay. Like <laughs> that's fair. All right. Um yeah, so <laughs> this this show is brought to you by the Five Star Podcast Network. Uh the Five Star Podcast Network is home to obviously us of Stardom Quest. Um no longer home of All Elite Cast. Uh that is on hiatus for now. So if you wanna host an AEW podcast, uh now's your chance. You can take over the All Elite Cast. Uh just contact Scott or the five-star twitter i'm sure you, you'll get sent in the right direction uh but we do have the dramatic dream dragons show which is a dragon gate and ddt show with the coolest name in the podcast business we also have watch tege which is um the more i learn about how watch tege came together the more i am amazed at how well planned out that show was um so give that a listen for tjpw talk and we also have Puro Gems, which is a monthly podcast about the indie scene in Japan, both men's and women's. That's hosted by Peps Wrestling. Uh, the debut episode of that dropped, uh, I think, last week with Scott as the co-host. So lots of different stuff for, for from the, the podcast network. And uh, there's yeah, also a uh, there's also a, a no, you didn't forget anything, but uh, a little teaser. Me, me, Scott and Xavier are cooking something up. A, a little audio show Ooh. uh we, i don't know how soon we'll be able to get to it and we kind of were only planning on doing it for like a few episodes like just for it's like a little special but right. uh, hopefully that hopefully i'm not just talking on my ass and that actually does become a thing i i am friends with all three of you and not one of you has leaked this to me <laughs> i don't know what this project is I, no i i just yet... i just talked to i just talked to Xavier about it yesterday right and okay. i was like that sounds so fun i am so down Right, I'm we'll intrigued. See. I'm intrigued, yeah, because um, yeah, I'm, I'm friends with all three of you, but none of you have, have have said anything about this, so I'm 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 in the dark. Um, but yeah, that is the plug. 
Uh, on to Stardom, because you are listening to Stardom Quest. A uh, lot of news from Stardom. They had four press conferences yesterday, and then today decided to drop four? Yes. Um, well, I, th- I think crazy. it was like four, but it was like two of them were one show split in half, and one of them was only for like one match. I have no idea. There was a lot. Um, but today, <laughs> they dropped a video from Kyrie. And Kyrie announced that she will be participating in the Yokohama Arena show, which, I mean, we, we kind of all assumed. But more importantly, she said that she's going to bring a special person who might cause a stir in the future. And she's going to, that person will be at the Yokohama Arena show. And Kyrie is going to unveil that person on at Cork and Hall on April 2nd. So, did um, she say she was from the West? Or did she just say no. a special person? Doesn't seem like there was any details given on that. Um, Natsupoi also walked in at the end, so I don't know if that's hinting at something or if they're setting up like a tag match for this person maybe when they come out, when they uh, show up. But Natsupoi was there, so maybe Kyrie and Natsupoi are going to team together at the Yokohama Arena show. Maybe going to wrestle, which would be even cooler. Um, mm-hmm. But all eyes are on who this mystery person is, and we're not going to know for a month, which isn't great. Um, for some reason, I can't shake the idea that it's Sari. And I don't really know why, but to me, like it, it, it might, it might be like she hasn't. She's gone completely dark, right? Like she hasn't posted anything for three months now. Uh, she hasn't wrestled on any WWE programming since like October or so. She's not in the game. She's not in the game. Like there's a chance that she was quietly let go, and this is her because she does have that tie with Natsupoi. So Natsupoi being in the video would kind of make sense then, because Natsumi, Maki, and Sari were always kind of tied together. Um, oh, you're so, not the only person who thinks this. Yeah, well, I think I was the first person to, like, spread that. <laughs> and everybody well, else not, went, No, because I'm, I'm looking up, sense. I looked up Sare because I was like, what has she been doing? And somebody said, oh, what if this is Sare? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So this is, like, a thing that might be, oh, my God, and there was it, a dick like, there. I Why think... was there a dick there? Oh, dear. You can't look anything up on Twitter anymore without seeing no, some can't. sort of, like x-rated content it is insane um but yeah sari i really can't shake the feeling that it's her uh velke was doing the maths and he was like if she signed a three-year deal um i'm pretty sure she announced that she had signed in february of 2019 so you add on about 12 months for the pandemic delay you add on about six weeks because she was injured for about six weeks and that takes you to around march or april of 2023 if she did sign a three-year deal so Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's a chance it's her. I'm not saying it is, but that's the feeling that I've had. Um, the other one is that it could just be Mercedes money because they haven't officially announced her for that show. Like, we obviously know she's on the show because, you know, Davis has said she's on the show, but they haven't announced it. So maybe that's when they announce that she's going to be on the show so they can start selling tickets for, like, hey, Mercedes money is going to be here. Um, and maybe she'll do, like, a video promo because she has to, she can't be at the show. As far as I know, she's uh, she got WrestleCon commitments, but she might do a video promo or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the idea is Kyrie's going to have a tag with this person at Yokohama, mm. unless well, I don't know. It wasn't really outright said. It was just that I'm somebody is going to be here. Well, okay, but she's she's announcing this. She's announcing the person at Corican. Yeah. So I don't think that she would announce somebody standing in the ring you know like announce a segment does that make sense 
Yes. So I imagine that it's going to be a tag with Kyrie and someone, or a singles with Kyrie and someone. Yeah. So that's why I'm well, not, not thinking it's also in the video. So, yeah. So I imagine it's a tag with Kyrie and someone versus Natsupoy and someone. <laughs> Natsupoy doesn't have no more friends left, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So I mean. Sari isn't a bad guess, <laughs> all things considered. Um, yeah. But it, it, yeah, it could be Mercedes money either. Like, I don't really know. Um, Sonny on the Meltzer boards. Oh my God, I burped. Um, Sonny on the Meltzer boards has said uh, specifically, as well, I mean, I was told this, I haven't seen it, that uh, it is not somebody from AEW. There will be no AEW involvement with stardom. That thing seems dead as a dodo. So uh, it's not somebody from AEW. To be fair. Sonny fucking hates AEW. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And he has like since it, since it started because everybody would always ask him like, "Hey, I mean, this new company seems really promising." He's like, "No, no." And that's that's always been his response. So I'm not very true. That's one thing that I'll take a you know a grain of salt with, but not for the Yokohama show. I imagine that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, and Kyrie being the one to to introduce it. So yeah, um, we, we don't really know there. But uh, that's what's that's what's happened today. That's got everybody talking. Um, if that is Sari, um, great to have her back. Uh, big get for Stardom because you know by all accounts she wanted to go to Stardom for like forever, but just wasn't able to make it work. Um, she was obviously ready to wrestle Mayu that one time before she uh, she went to the WWE, but that couldn't happen. That was great. Um, they named the show after her. <laughs> yes, they did. Wait yeah. to the major league. And then, well, I mean, you know, we got the we got the classic, the instant classic instead with with Mayu and Takumi. So you right, know, was, we didn't miss out too great. bad. Um, but yeah, that's was the first one or second one better with Takumi and Mayu. I feel like I remember like the second. The one second better. one was better because the yeah. the first one was basically like Takumi just mauling her, <laughs> as far as I yeah. remember. Like she just completely mauled Mayu one sided, and the second one was a bit more uh, equal. Um, but yeah, that's the Kyrie thing. I I hate that they've announced it a month in advance. Like I wanna know now. <laughs> I don't know if I can wait for April second to, to find out who it is. Um but I have no choice, I guess. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing is that I feel like March and April is like phased together because everything is like Although, it's all announced. Like it's all out there. Yeah. But it's a matter of like, oh, is that in three days or is that in a month and three days? Yes. Honestly. The the good thing is we might know who it is before because um, somebody was saying this, but Dave Meltzer seemed very interested in this, so he might get a report on who it is from, I don't know, Fumi or something. So, like, Dave might be able to report on who it is beforehand. Or if there's a report that Sari has left WWE, then I think that will make it a lot more clear. Um, but for yeah. now, we can only speculate. And, um, yeah, the the two obvious ones seem to be Sari or... Uh, or Mercedes money. Um, while on the topic of Kyrie, though, um, the the Damn. the deck has been stacked against Wakasukiyama. So the X for New Blood Premium was also Kyrie. So it is Nanai Takahashi and Kyrie against Wakasukiyama and Tam Nakano. Um, on the deadline of the day that Waka has to get her first win, or she has to leave Cosmic Angels. Waka better. They're, they're... There's like 
how many shows before that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight shows before that. She needs to figure out a way to win on one of those because she well, ain't winning that she's, one. She's she actually <laughs> she's not on any of those shows. She said oh. during her promo, she said, I'm taking a break until this match and I'm gonna win. Oh my god. And if I don't win, We're I'm losing Waka. I think yeah, We're I, losing I, Waka. There's a good chance she's gone. We're just actually losing Waka. Because she's not in the Cinderella tournament. And this is true. Unagi not being in tag league was a big tip that something was wrong with her and stardom. And I assume Waka not being in Cinderella is another tip there that maybe she isn't going to be around. Um, so I think there's a big chance that Waka doesn't win this match and is, is finished up. The only thing is that obviously like wrestling logic dictates that you give people the payoff. You know what I mean? Like It would be really weird to never pay off the Waka thing and just have her leave. Like Kyrie would literally be the biggest heel in stardom. And they don't they don't like have like a rumble where she can make her miraculous return and it's a yeah. big deal even though she never won a match. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's if she leaves it's stardom's very final with shit mm-hmm. like that. Like her leaving is weird because Cosmic Angels would basically be two permanent people given that Club Venus is almost kind of its own separate thing sometimes um and you'd also um where was i what was i gonna it's gone it's gone dylan something about to pay off it, yeah no that was it's gone <laughs> it's completely gone God. yeah because yeah because cosmic angels would have two people in it so no waka would yes. be kind of weird um I mean, it'd be kind of impossible unless they get colors full-time, which they aren't going to. Yeah. And the thing is, like, where would Waka go in the current scene as well? Like, unless she retired. Honestly, I fun, funnily enough, like, part of me was thinking, oh, she'll just go to colors. But colors isn't really a thing mm. in, in and of themselves anymore. They just kind of tag places. Yeah. You know, because at first they were running a few produce shows. But they aren't like prominence where they're like, okay, every month we're going to try to get a produce show out. Yeah. They just do it when they five, want to. Yeah. In the past, what, year and a half? Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. For every, for 18 months, they've had, <laughs> you know, five shows. So that's not really realistic. I don't know what Waka does. Yeah. Like, it's a shame because, like, she's the most popular woman on in the company yeah letting like having her go would be so strange and then oh my, unless like, she's retired gonna, like unless it's her decision and she's finishing up but i mean would you not also want to in that case i feel like she, she, yeah i yeah. also feel like she would like retire retire yeah i mean they gave leo and ozaki a retirement match you know what i mean like mm. like not literally you know it wasn't like a ceremony or anything but just like be like Oh, if not, I am retiring. Not if not, I am leaving stardom. Yeah, that's true. It's it's very different verbiage. But I will say, if she does leave, her and Hameka, to like when the fir- when crowds first came back, it was like Waka, Lady C, Hameka, and Julia mm. and Micah because they were ten- like the most popular people bar none, and they're losing like half of them. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be crazy. Yeah, no, like, losing Waka is, is a big blow to that undercard because she is, like, really popular. Um, and obviously, I don't know if she would stay popular once she gets the first win or if people would kind of move on. But um, 
yeah, it would certainly just be strange to not pay it off. That's just kind of my thing. But then I don't really know how she beats Nanai or Kairi. And I know Tam could probably pin Nanai, but I feel like Tam getting a win like for that. her team and saving Waka is a bit meh as as far as a finale goes. Like I, I think Tam fucked her. Like I, like if we like we know how we I know you you I think this is on your private so sorry for exposing you. <laughs> how like we always kind of have this thing about like Tam not really being that good of a person at all. Like I feel like I feel like Tam was like like trying to like be the white knight which is actually her tag team with Kyrie. There's synchronicity here. That's crazy. Um, she's trying to be the White Knight, and then she somehow made it infinitely harder for mm. Waka to win. <laughs> Honestly, Tam, worst leader in, in wrestling. Especially if Kyrie pins Waka, which is a very likely result. Like, that has to fall on Tam at least somewhat. <laughs> do, do they understand <laughs> how much people would actively hate Kyrie if she did that? Like... I don't, well, I, I mean, I Kyrie and Nanai is evil Kyrie. That's true, but I don't know. I feel like people would like, like legitimately dislike Kyrie if if that were to happen. It also depends on who her mysterious person is. What if what if she brings in like alpha female again? Oh dear God! Please. And has her be her heater? Please, don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. They've really painted themselves into a corner with uh with that angle, like. It, and like either Waka pins somebody that she shouldn't, or she's gone and you don't get the payoff, or Tam pins somebody for her and you also don't get the payoff. Like they've put themselves in a really weird spot as far as that goes. Um, but that is a big selling point, I guess, for for New Blood Premium. You're gonna have to to buy the pay per view to find out the the future of Waka. And um, I mean, I think we'll all be on the edge of our seats because this is, it's genuinely unpredictable. And it genuinely has like a lot of stakes. Yes. Oh yeah, huge. That's stakes. crazy. Yeah. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. Yeah. Remember when uh, I was like, "Oh, Tom might put her career on the line." But no, she put Walker's career on the line. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny how we're saying there's two members of Cosmic Angels, and we haven't even addressed the fact that like, Tam. I don't know if she's making her out of the year. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, she did. She did say some stuff that had me, uh, my ears pricked up a little bit, but um. Yeah, that's uh we'll get onto that later, not to worry. Um we should look at the rest of the card for the New Blood Premium because they have announced it and they've also announced the new names for all of the rookies. So the opener of the uh New Blood Premium show is Hanan and Hina versus Saida and Momokogo versus Roka and Rina. So um yeah, cool, <laughs> I guess. Um you know what's wild is I don't think they've done like a can they coexist with the all three sisters yet? Yeah. In like three years. Like since Rena went evil. Oh, evil. Yes. Well they did water and oil briefly. Yeah, but I mean like they haven't done a trios match. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, not together, I suppose, yeah, but why would you why would you do that when they I mean Hina Hina likes has spent a lot of time not around, so that kinda limits them. Yeah. Um that's yeah, that's that's our opener. Um, now we have a rookie debut match. We have Komomo Minami, which I think is just her real name. <laughs> like she didn't change yes. that at all. Uh, somehow, somehow the only name that I was like, oh, I think that should change. They didn't change whatsoever. Yeah, no, she's ruined it because now there's two Komomos. Like, what are you doing? Um, yeah. But it's it's Komomo Minami against Hazuki. So um, Hazuki's gonna put her through her paces. 
Um, and yeah, that's the small high speedy one. So, as you might like recruit her afterwards or something, I have no idea. That that is really funny to think about. That it's like, oh, you like high speed? Let's get the most aggressive high speed champion that has ever existed. Yeah. <laughs> I I do like uh Minami's style though. They have pictures here of the press conference. It's real. It's giving. It's giving like college core. I like it. Oh yeah, I, I can see. Yeah. It. Um. Next match then is Sakura Aya, the former uh, Sakura Ishiguro, Ishiguro against Julia. Uh, Sakura, that is giving like 1800s. You look like you should be churning butter. What the fuck is that trash? So many, they, they randomly do that shit with these press conferences. Like, like the, the one of the girls will just be like, oh yeah, I'm actually out of the 1700s. Yeah, girl. like she literally looks like she's about, she has just come back from churning butter with that dress. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, I was wondering, is Aya her actual name or is that a mistranslation? Because I know one of Takumi's names always translates to Aya. So is it Sakura Takumi? No, that wouldn't be it, would it? I would, I would much. Takumi Sakura would be yeah, cooler than I. I'm not a big fan of Aya. Yeah, I think that I, like I'm wondering if that's a translation fit. thing because generally Aya is a is a machine translation for Takumi that you get a lot of the time. But then, well, oh wait, no, 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 no. It's a. Uh, it looks like that's just. Yeah, because I think it's yeah. just Hiragana, so oh. I think it would just be Aya. That's a really big letdown of a name. Yeah. This this I, I like I said, I think I think Ishiguro yes. uh Sakura is like a cool yeah. name. At least they kept the Sakura. I do like Sakura. I mean the Sakura is like a good, yeah. yeah. But um yeah, that's that's a really poor poor choice. She's about to get herself out of the running for my favorite if she keeps this up. Like bad dress, bad name. You'd want to be hitting some Yuzapon kicks or you're getting over or you're getting lapped by Komomo Minami. That's that's all I have to say about that. That's crazy. You're disrespecting Hanako. I'm gonna yell every time. <laughs> well, listen, I've I've assumed that Hanako is yours, and I'm just gonna leave that be. Um, That's valid. So the the Hanako debut match, uh, Hanako was formerly uh, Hanako Ueda, uh, also yeah. known as Risa Fella. She is teaming with, which is also a cool name. Yes, it is. Like Ueda's yes. like. Um, so she is now Hanako, all caps, and she's teaming with Lady C to take on Micah and Himeka. So they've put all the tall women in one match with. Uh, oh, Micah. also. Also, Micah is already scouting for her next big girl teammate. Yeah, I feel like because she she was like she was like, oh, Hanako, you're pretty cool, and Lacey's like, what the fuck? What do you mean she's pretty cool? Mm -hmm. I'm cool too, and she's like, yeah, but you know, Hanako. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's what's going on. I mean, Hanako would fit the one name thing DDM had going, so I yeah. don't know. I feel like Hanako might uh might go to DDM now. Um. Then we have, I think, all the rest of the matches have already been announced. It's um, Miyu Amasaki versus Suri in the fifth uh, Supernova match. Or no, it's the third Supernova match of the five Supernova series. They they make it so... Because <laughs> it's Supernova fifth match, round three. But you can't have round three being different matches. <laughs> like, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. So I assume this is the third Supernova match out of the five. It is. Okay. So it was what? It was Tam and it was Utami? Someone else. Was it her debut? Yeah, Tam. Oh, yeah, Utami, Tam. Shuri. And now this. Now Crazy. Shuri, yeah. Uh, they unveiled the New Blood tag belts, which I think look fantastic. 
I like everybody always hates new belt designs, but I think these are really nice. That's true. Like I think they look nice. I, I think they're a bit mu- like I feel like, and I was talking with large screen like for a long time because I'm a very I'm a belt guy. Um, I I do agree that everybody hates new belts just because they're new belts. Um, I personally think that almost like they pop too much. Like I think the I think the like lettering pops a bit too much for my liking, but I still think it's they're pretty cool belts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the colors. Honestly, I, I gotta say that it's nice to have colors on a belt that isn't just like yes. gold and silver. You know, it's it's they they actually went and made it colorful. Um, I I, I think the the sole thing is just that I I wish they did more than just the logo. Yeah, which they did a little bit, yes. uh, like with the colors in the background, mm-hmm. but just like. I don't like I love and you know I mentioned this and he was like you know Asuka from WWE designed that belt but like I like the high speed belt design Mm. because it looks very like unique but it isn't like oh I'm fast motherfucker you know it's just it it like just like feels like symbolic almost more so than just like this is what it is and I have the same issue with like the DET belt uh on the other scale side of the you know uh out there poppy uh belt design where ddt it's just a gold plate that's boring yeah and the ddt logo in the middle i fucking hate that (laughs) belt you know what i mean and this is kind of the other side where it's like super vibrant super bright but it still has that big ass logo and nothing really else that can define it and i was like damn but that's my that's my belt talk for the for the all right um, so the two matches for uh, those belts are semi-final one. We have Mai Sakurai and Chaniota versus Starlight Kid and Karma. And on the other side, we have Mirai and Tomoka Inaba versus Ami Sore and Nanami. Um, so that's the card for New Blood Premium. I can't believe Elvis. Wait, what? Elvis? I just read Elvis on Twitter. I just read Elvis on Twitter, <laughs> my bad. I can't believe Karma is still a thing. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just pretend that didn't happen. Okay. Um, but yeah, they've uh, they've really put a lot of faith in that Waka match to draw here, because um, oh boy, they need it. Like without yeah, that, is without that, is anybody buying this pay per view? Somebody better, because I need to take <laughs> that. That is fair. Um, Stardom has also announced that on the uh, April fourteenth Cork and Hall show, uh, Azumi will defend the High Speed Championship against Saki Kashima. Um, they have a few Cork and shows coming up, huh? Um, yeah, yes, yeah. they've won in two days' time. They've the April second and now April fourteenth. Um, Stardom has also announced the uh rest of the cards for shows throughout this month. Um, no, we kind of went over some of the big matches last time because they announced like the top two on every match. Um, just looking through for some interesting stuff here. Um, Unimiz Mori is working every show still, and she's now representing Seven Up. So she used to be labeled as a free lancer. Uh, but now she's representing 7-Up, so that's an interesting change. Uh, Chairman Ram is working one of the house shows in Messe, and Rebel, en- Rebel oh, Enemy wow. do still have a presence on some of these shows, so it seems like they're sticking around to some degree. Uh, yeah, I mean, Ram's on a lot of these shows, yeah. actually. Wait, really? Oh, I know Wait, she's on the car and Messe. Yeah. Th- is Messe um, Hachi Ijo? Yeah. Or Hachi OG. Yeah. OG? Yeah. Hachi OG, yeah. Okay. So it didn't change. Right, yeah. I know she's on two <laughs> so she's on two of the shows coming up anyway. Um 
at least. Yeah. They've booked Marai versus Miyu Amasaki on the 12th in uh, Gifu uh, for in, in Toki. And they have um, Saki Kashima and Koguma are wrestling on the 15th. That's actually... Also on the 15th is Mayu Iwatani and Hazuki versus Meltier. Just, just because. And this is why I think Waka leaving Cosmic Angels would be really bad. Because you have to book Meltier. And you also kind of have to book Mariah and Mina. Which is kind of how a lot of these house shows are going. Like, you're really short yeah. on options there. Um, given that Club Venus is trying to be its own separate thing. While also still being with... Um, with Cosmic Angels. So we're going to look here into how that might end up. And it is, uh, it's not ideal. Um, Ruaka main event. That's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of we'll out talk there about later. Um, they've also booked Miyu Masaki against Saki Kashima. That's on the 16th. So they're doing a lot of Kevin singles matches, presumably to kind of get her reps up. Cause you know, gotta, gotta keep her in the ring. Um, as we said last time, there's the Passion Injection match in Kyoto on the 19th. Uh, that also has one of the Hemeka retirement matches. There is a best high-speed four-way battle on that show uh, on the 19th. It's Azumi, Starlight Kid, Koguma, and Saki Kashima in a match just to showcase high-speed wrestling. They're giving away too much. They are. Uh, there's also Saeeda versus Unimon on that show. So that show on the 19th is really loaded. Like, you have That's Passion Injection, yeah. you have Julia and Himeka versus Meltier, you have a high-speed four-way, and you have Unimon versus Ida, which is, is pretty cool. Um, and then on the last show that they've announced, which is on the 21st, uh, they have Tam Nakano versus Unimiz and Mori, and Saeeda versus Starlight Kid. So... A lot of interest in that just kind of sprinkled in over the next month or so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, amongst, like, obligatory house yes. shows, uh, there's some good stuff, obviously. And, the, and with the Hameka Retirement Road, obviously, oh, yeah. there's a lot of good stuff as That's well. That's true. Um, now, one thing we didn't get to is that Hazuki is trying to insert herself into the Azumi versus Mercedes money match. So funny. Um... I don't use this term lightly because terms like this are very serious. But she attempted to gaslight Azumi. <laughs> like, oh, Azumi was like, the match has already been made. Mercedes Money accepted my challenge. And Hazuki was like, no, she didn't. I don't remember that. She's like, did she though? Yeah, she was like, no, that didn't, did that she didn't actually happen. Like, that is the definition. She was like, oh, I, I, heard, I heard that she, I was excited. I thought that she did. Yeah. She did. She did. On TMZ, she yeah. was like, She's like, yeah, this AZM girl's trying mm -hmm. to challenge me, and I'm gonna go fight her in April. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> like, she literally was just like gaslighting her. She's like, no, that didn't happen. Like, you, you made it up. I don't. Like, she didn't. Accept I know it. Azumi looks so like just like <laughs> she did. like just raw. Yeah. You know, like she's like she like so disappointed and dejected. She's like, damn. Oh, I got a shit. Damn, yeah. man. So <laughs> Hazuki has pres has um said, hey, let's make it a three way match. Um, so I assume that's what they're going to do, because they wouldn't bring it up if they weren't going to do it. Um, and honestly, that could be so great. Like, I was excited for Azumi yes. versus Mercedes Money, but you had Hazuki in there, in the form that Hazuki is in, that is going to be so I will crazy. say that the one thing is it will take uh, some attention away from Mercedes. 
just because of but the nature of the three. Well, like shown up, <laughs> like like I'm yeah. very into Mercedes money, but Hazuki and Azumi are like. Azumi is like the god of three yeah, matches. Yeah, like man. you just <laughs> like she's like the greatest. You just can't compete. Like, uh, so that's and dude, they've had they've been having good high speed three matches since Azumi was literally mm-hmm. fifteen years old. That's the thing, <laughs> you know. I mean, like, yeah, that's yeah. that's gonna be hard for Mercedes to like really put a stamp on. Yeah, you know, because like against Azumi, like you can you can shine against Azumi and take mm-hmm. the spotlight. Uh, cause she'll just make you look good, but against Suzumi and against Suzuki at the same time, I do you remember a single spot that Death has ever done in any of those oh, matches God, no. outside of winning them somehow? No. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's a Death spot. It's gonna be a good match though. I think she's gonna contribute to it. Oh yeah, honestly. yeah. It's be a really I mean, match, but... her creativity is like Mercedes's creativity thrown into the mix with with what Azumi and Hazuki do is is going to be great to see um and honestly as far as the new japan matches go like in america you can give time to mercedes and her defenses uh on stardom shows you can give her time new japan i'm still not sure they're going to get a lot of time but if there's two people who are going to make the most of say 10 minutes it's Hazuki and azumi right like they are yeah they're the queens of making the most of their minutes so um like that three way is almost the perfect match to book on a big New Japan show, especially because like I think you're gonna get a lot more attention from that style of wrestling than what Kyrie and Tam did. Yeah. Right? Like Kyrie and Tam made very little impression on people aside from like the violet screwdriver. Whereas this is gonna have yeah, people perfect. really into it, I think. So um if they like I'm assuming they will, uh and if they do book Azumi, Hazuki, and Muni as the, the IWGP women's match at Sakura Genesis, then I could see that really uh, getting a lot of attention for, for Hazuki and Azumi um, from kind of newer van, fans. Yeah, it's so... Like like I said earlier, I feel like I'm so like mixed up with uh, March and April um, because mm-hmm. like the New Japan Cup ends in like two weeks. Cause I was just like, I was just like, damn, Sakura Genesis is not that far away, is it? And I'm just like, oh shit, they did. like, I'm I'm just all over the place with time. So, yeah, that's wild. But because I was thinking like, oh well, they have a singles match before then, so why wouldn't they just do? But they have to decide the card for Sakura Genesis on the 22nd, yeah, of March. So, like, yeah, I think it'll just be a three way. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. Like, I don't know why you'd bring it up if you don't do it, and. Unless, was was Suzuki in that high speed four way or no? She was. She was. No, it was. It was Koguma, Kid, Kid Kashima, and Azumi. Aki. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, I, I really. Think, s- yeah, I think it's just. <laughs> I really said way. Koguma, Kid, Kashima. <laughs> all the surnames. Koguma, Kid, Koguma, Kashima. Kid, Kashima. Yeah, three Ks. Not the bad three Ks. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh god okay uh, anyway like king kofi kingston yes yes king kofi kingston that's why he never became king of the ring really that's true it's because he was like he was like i don't think you guys understand oh god <laughs> what my name would be at that that's point so oh my god that's crazy um he said that in like the first episode of his podcast it's it amazing um but anyway i think that is all of the news from the world of stardom uh they announced a lot of stuff over the past like 48 hours it was it was a lot um 
But now we're on to the review section. And uh, we have quite the mm. show to review. So uh, this is the pay-per-view yeah. on March 4th. This is the Triangle Derby Finals. This is in the Yoyogi National Stadium Second Gymnasium. This did 1,919 fans, which I believe is a fantastic attendance. That is one of the highest attendances that building has ever had for wrestling. Um, like it's second only to June Kasai versus El Desperado, which is like... Oh, that was the same arena? Yeah, I didn't even know Which that. is like a pretty big match to do. I mean, Jun Kasai is like a deathmatch oh, legend. A... Very well yeah. known in Japan. El Desperado is obviously one of the leading junior heavyweights in the biggest company in Japan. And Takatachi Mania used to yeah. draw a lot. Like, it was, it was, a, it was a big So, deal. to finish second only it. to that is pretty impressive. Because they did way more yeah. than... The last, the last Takataichi one did was it Shingo and Taichi. So like yeah, the last yeah. one I think it was in so Korkin, like, though. Are you sure? Was it? I don't know. I thought they were doing them all at this. I've no, I'm pretty it. sure it was Yoyogi because I remember watching Suzu and Inaba, and it was that venue. Oh yeah, yeah. it was. It so was. You're you, right. They basically they drew Taichi versus Shingo Takagi, which is a relatively big match. Um, Not only that, that was the last Takataichi. Yeah, Mania. that's true. Yeah. Like that was like, like the yeah. final. It was a double, double anniversary. So show. like, as far as attendances go, that's pretty great. <laughs> you're second only to a crazy dream match. Um, you're 800 up from the last time they ran this venue, which wasn't late 2021. So it's kind of a, kind of a distant comparison. But they only did like 11 or 1200 when they ran here last time. So to be near 2000 is is pretty great for for stardom. Yeah, 100. Um. Now, we had two pre-show matches. Uh, I, I didn't... I no, I, I, we don't. There's no point. Um, but I I think Rena won the first one with a jackknife pin. Because that's one of her big moves. And she pinned Kevin. So uh, that didn't go how we thought it would. But maybe it was a, a no. precursor for what will happen this weekend. Maybe maybe Miu gets mm. the turnaround. Because she is getting a lot of big matches. I don't think so. I feel like you don't belt her up as the future champ until her supernova thing is over. Because why else do the yeah, supernova but, thing? Well, I was thinking she loses. Oh. I was thinking she loses. I, I think Ami holds on to that for a mm. while. Well, who else beats Ami if not Miyu Amasaki? Well, I guess Rina. Miyu, Miyu or Rina are the two options. Mm. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, so that yeah, that was the first pre-show match. The other pre-show match was Utami Haishita and Lady C beating Micah Ozaki and Chairman Ram. So um, who do you ever thought we'd see Utami on the pre-show of a, of a pay-per-view? That's just crazy. Um, the actual opening match to the card then was Misa. Oh wait, wait, wait! There, there is one thing. Was that after that, uh, Micah and Utami like had a little stare Ooh. down, and then on Twitter, Micah Ozaki was like, "Oh, I want to do singles," and Utami's like, "I also want to do singles. You're pretty cool." Like, it's like, you're pretty, pretty cool badass. Too. So, yeah. Yeah, they have a link All right. now. Um, so then we had the actual opener to the show, which was Mai Sakurai, Tekla, and uh, Micah beating Mariah May, Waka Sukiyama, and Mina Shirakawa. Mai Sakurai got the win over Waka in 10 and a half minutes with her rolling leg drop from the top rope. Um, the flipping guillotine. Yeah, I thought this was a pretty good opener. You can you can always tell how well these pay-per-views are going to do based on the opener because this just had so much energy and it was really well done. Um, like you had uh, Tekla and Mariah May continuing their little thing. 
you had a brief but really good interaction between Mina and Micah. And you closed it out with with Mai and Waka going at it again. And they kind of have always built up that that chemistry, uh, even if they've kind of forgotten the feud that used to exist between the two of them, but they're still good enough together. Um, but yeah, I thought all, all the main pairings in this worked really well, and it was just very enjoyable. Yeah, that was fine. I One thing that I'm noticing with Mina is it's like the inverse of what Julia used to do for me. Because like back in the day, I would watch Julia so, and back by back in the day, I mean like a year and a half ago. Um, I would watch Julia, maybe just a year ago. Damn, time flies. But I would watch Julia, and I'd be like, "Damn, she's really improving a lot. She's really fun to watch." And then she would have a big match, and I'd tell everybody like, "Hey, Julia's really like stepping up her game." And then the match would be like just dog water, and I'd be like, "How? How? The one time that I tell people that it's gonna be good, it's not. I feel like it's the inverse for me and Mina." Because everybody's telling me that she's having these incredible performances, but somehow they are in like the like twenty percent, twenty five percent of starter matches I don't watch. And like, like, and like, this is this is all I've seen from Mina is like one interaction with a good wrestler that looks clean and then tags out. And I'm just like, how does this keep happening? <laughs> yeah, she's really been limited since coming back. Like, um, I feel like yeah. we haven't seen a lot of her. And maybe that's because she's going to win the white belt and they want that to be her big launch point. Um, but definitely, like, she's been hidden away in these tags. And, um, like, you have to pay attention to know how she's doing. Like, you have to really focus in on her sp- on her stuff. Um, but I feel like every time I remember her getting in, it's been really good. You know, like, her and Micah did well here. Uh, I thought her and Mayu Kiki did really well in the derby match that I remember as well. But this... That's the thing is that's like that was like thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a good thirty seconds, but it was like well, thirty that's seconds. Just run. I don't know. It's a, it's a blink and yeah. you miss it type of thing. I mean, I'm her. not saying Mina's like amazing, but the stuff she's doing is is good in the matches. So I know. What else can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, that was that match anyway. Uh, the post match comments are very uh, interesting because Waka simply said, "I have made a decision today." Well, we know what that decision is now. She's putting her career on the line against uh, uh, Nanai and Kyrie, which is not a good decision. Um, the match after that then was Momo Anabe, Fukigen Death, Roka, Saki Kashima, and Natsuko Tora of Oedo Tai beating Momokogo, Koguma, Hanan, Saida, and Mayu Otani of Stars. Listen, um, aside from the very beginning where Koguma called uh, Natsuko Tora a, a pig, uh, this was just your standard yeah. stars way to tie match. I really, I've seen this so often now. It is just dead to me. Like I just, I think it was. I think it was more fun than the standard because the standard's pretty Not rough really. nowadays. Like they do the same general stuff. Like I've seen everything these teams can do. Like they've done it so much. Like even since we've started this podcast, these two teams of factions have feuded since. Maybe halfway through our lifespan, like no, it was earlier. Even earlier, yeah. So like, <laughs> it was like it was I like just, eight I've seen in. it all done with these two. It's just impossible to get me into it. Like the wrestling is good. I'm not gonna deny that, but like when you've seen it so often, it's just really hard to get into it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to it. I was just like, oh, this is mm-hmm. fun. That's that's the only note I took was that it was that's it was fair. fun enough for me to not yeah, dislike that's it. That's all they need to be, uh, to be fair. Yeah. 
Um, then I miss I missed Momo Watanabe. She she was in this match. She did good stuff. Yeah. She kicked Mo. She kicked Mayu. Yeah, and that's it. It was yeah. that was that was the <laughs> fun right, part. Okay. And that okay. was it. I miss I miss getting right. more from her. Fair enough. <laughs> um, the next match then on the show was a triangle derby semi final. Suri, Mariah, Namisori of God's Eye beat Saki, Natsupoi, and Tam Nakano in 11 and a half minutes when Siri submit Natsupoi with the White Tiger. Um, my takeaway from this match is that uh, this was a nice reminder that Siri is one of the best wrestlers in stardom because this was like a good yeah. tag match and then Siri and Tam were in there and it got great. And then Siri and Natsupoi were doing the finishing stretch and you're like, this is badass. So um, it was just like, this was a good match and then Siri gets in and it just levels up. Right, like she's just that good. She's so great. Yeah, so totally. um, Siri really. I will say my attention here. Uh, Saki must have something over Rossi, because for every sing- every single match that Cosmic Angels has lost, it's been Poi just looking, just getting fucking pounced, like just destroyed yeah. in the end. And I was like, damn, Saki couldn't take a single fall. That's wild. But it's okay. I, you know, it's Shuri. Shuri Poi is yeah, like a that's thing. that's true. I really don't understand the Nats Poi stuff. Like, they did the big turn. She launches the music <laughs> career yeah. with Tam. They win the belts. They immediately lose the belts. And Nats Poi starts losing all the time. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I know, she's about to lose to yeah, Kyrie too. It's so, it's, I don't understand. Like... Natsupoi was primed for big stuff, and then you just went, nah. It's that's so crazy. Um, but you know, I mean, it Siri is crazy. can you know, like she's she's not making it out of like like I can't see like I, we didn't even talk about the Cinderella, but we'll talk about that in a bit, a little bit. Um, I can't even see her like making waves in that. I don't know. I I can like maybe. Maybe she beats yes, Mina. I I would have. But her. that's right before Mina's j- chance, well, like right before. Her you match. can do creative ways with Cinderella, but um, I do have a yeah. theory for what will happen there, which we can we can get to. Um, okay. but yeah, uh, Siri, great wrestler. If you didn't know, just uh, a heads up. Um, the next match on the show then was another Triangle Derby semifinal. It was Hiragi Kurumi, Suzuki, and Risa Sara beating Yuna Mizumori, Yu, and Nanai Takahashi. Suzu pinned Yunamon with the Grand Maestro de Tequila. Um, these two teams carried the Triangle Derby. Wait, isn't that... Oh, oh yeah. Never mind. So these, these two teams Nothing. carried the Derby, and no surprise, had one yes. of the best matches of the tournament here. Um, great yes. match. Yeah. I wrote about this. I really liked it so much. Um, yeah, so in the, at the presser, Yunamon was like, Oh, me and Suzu are like the same. We're at the same uh, wrestling age, and she's done so much more than me, and I want to beat her for because of that. So like Unimon and Suzu doing the back and forth near the end felt very visceral. You know, what I mean, it felt like Yuna was like really like fighting for her fucking life. Also, Babyface Seven Up is really good. Like they are really good at both, and that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just kind of switch on a dime because like. There's, there's great. Um, obviously, Promise is great as well. They're insane. But yeah, I really love this match. I thought that everybody did their stuff pretty well. Um, Risa Sarah's really blended into the background on in this tournament, which I imagine is why you like it so much um, for prominence. Uh, 
but she she's only there when she's needed and i think to some degree that's that's kind of nice because it puts a shine on haragi especially and suzu is suzu who is always going to steal the spotlight because she's suzu uh she can't yeah. help it so yeah that was a really good match overall and this I is a it big a show for suzu um but uh, let's not be mistaken here karumi haragi uh, gained a lot from this tournament because uh she was the she was the MVP. Yeah, because I mean, Karumi has had her issues with injury, um, and obviously had to to work off all that rust. But like, she's completely knocked it off uh, throughout this tournament, and um, I, I would say she's the second best in prominence, like easily, um, and probably on her day could match Suzu. But yeah, that might be a bit taken a little bit too far. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a to match a a um average Suzu, but mm, I don't, I don't know. Think... It's it's really high and Kurumi is good stuff. I don't know. Um, oh, one hundred percent. No, I don't. After that, then uh, Suzu being Suzu called out God's Eye and was like, "I mean, we knew we'd win, so hey, let's just put the artist belts on the line tonight as well in the final of this tournament," which completely changed the complexion of the tournament. We thought, "Oh, whoever wins the derby will challenge prominence." Prominence said, "No, <laughs> we're putting the belts on the line." in the final. So uh kind of changed how we thought things would but go. You know, I I tweeted this, but I was I was thinking like if they wanted to do some type of triangle derby next year, which they will because this is the triangle derby number 1. Um if they want to do some type next year, I would do a uh single elimination and have the champions defend their belts each time cuz I think that's interesting. Uh what was it? PWG used to do that for the D4, DDT4, oh, yeah. I think, uh, and CZW did that for best of the best a bit. So I, I used to love like that's just an indie trope that I used to really enjoy. Uh, it kind of put over the champions, or it just you know if you if you really want to put the belt on somebody else for no reason at this exact moment in time, you can. Uh, and I I always kind of like that, even though it is a bit convoluted. But this was convoluted, so they aren't scared of <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, that made uh, that made the final uh, an Artist of Stardom title match, and uh, yeah, kind of changed how we thought things would go. Um, the next match on the show then was Chihiro Hashimoto beating Himeka in uh, just under nine minutes with an ankle lock, and this is where the show completely went from this is good to this is generational shit, right? Yeah. So I know a lot of people have been disappointed because this only went nine minutes, but I love that. Like they had a clear plan for what they wanted to do with this match and they worked at it. So not only were they throwing haymakers and doing the hot shit, they really got over the fact that Chihiro Hashimoto can go toe to toe with the best powerhouses in stardom in terms of the hot stuff. She will tear them limb from limb with her mat work, right? Like, Hashimoto was not only getting the better of Himeka in the powerhouse stuff, but then she would take her to the ground and start ripping at her knee. Like, I feel like this match, not only was it well done, but they also made sure that they made Hashimoto look fantastic, which is always appreciated, right? Like, I love when matches have a real goal like that to, to just have one wrestler look great because that's servicing the big match down the line, which is obviously Siri versus Hashimoto. Yeah, I I agree, but could have given him make a one comeback. She didn't get any. <laughs> like she like I thought about it when like after the match finished, I was like, Hameka didn't hit any moves. 
Uh, <laughs> she she like hit a few forms and then got eaten alive. Like that was the that was the match. And like I under, I agree that it's like that's kind of dope. But at the same time, I was like, couldn't have you know, couldn't have thrown a power bomb. You know, one one power bomb from Himeka would have been nice. I, I think I think that was it more than anything. Like even if Hashimo like cut off the comeback pretty quickly. I would have given this match like an extra minute and thirty seconds for a little bit of Hameka hope. You know what I mean? That that's that's just me personally. And that's me being a Hameka mark as well. Is that I just kinda want to see her get a little bit more of her shit in. But I agree with you that it's like this did the job of making Hashimo look like a fucking cerebral yeah. monster. I mean between this and the Mirai match, she looks like an absolute killer. Like when her and Shuri stared down after this match, it was like this really feels like two just unstoppable forces, right? I mean, Siri, she's she's the modern day EO. She runs this company. She is quite clearly presented as the best wrestler in stardom. And she's wrestling this absolute monster who has just picked apart Mirai and Himeka. Like it's it, the stare down between those two was so I'm so into it. I cannot wait for that match. Um and I loved what they did here. I thought they just they did a great job. Uh, with the time they were given. Uh, Himeka got to have presumably one of her last big Hoss exchanges. Like, I can't really see her hossing it up with, with Natsupoi <laughs> this weekend. I mean, she, she does. That'll be, the, that'll be the final one. Um, but I don't know if they give her one before then either. Um, yeah, I just... This is great. Uwaka. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this is pretty great. Uh, Himeka, fair play to her, though, for just completely, like, putting over... Hashimoto, the way she did, she took her lumps in this one. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. And she just, she just got her leg yeah. destroyed. I feel like that I is also like, oh, a bit of an out because obviously she is retiring because physically her body is kind of, you know, shot a little bit. And so obviously, if she's getting her knee torn apart, she's gonna tap out, right? Like I feel like they gave her that kind yeah. of. Oh yeah, like you. You tried your best, but your knee kind of gave up on you at the at the last minute, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I thought that like yeah. it made sense, but I was just like, man, no, that's that's fair. But yeah, I, I thought this was great. I feel like people, <laughs> there's a lot of people who are just like, yeah, I would have liked it to be a bit longer and do more hot stuff, which I get. But I just, I really like that they had a clear directive. Like I'm all for that kind of stuff where matches have a story to them. <laughs> I know that's this is crazy, but uh, yeah. It's 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 really fun sometimes. You know wrestling is an art, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um uh, now, uh if if the last match wasn't enough action for you, Stardom said we got you fan. The wonder of Stardom Championship, Sayakamatani defends against Hazuki uh with a star crusher in twenty three minutes. Holy shit. Kill it. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. If if Hazuki had won this this might be like I top I've three seen matches so ever. many people say <laughs> if Hazuki had won this would be a five-star match this would be match of the year like oh, I've seen easily number of easily. people say that it's crazy but like that was the energy that was in this match like Hazuki just gets you into it like these two were booting each other in the face Hazuki almost damn near killed her with a brain buster like I could see why people got swept up in the moment Mercedes Monet gulped, brother. <laughs> she 
she she was like, do do I have to wrestle her? Damn. <laughs> <Out least there. laughs> Damn, this the bitch called me out too. <laughs> I'll stick with the kid. It's uh. so great, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this. Oh my god, what a great match! Like this was everything that Saya had been doing really well. And then you put in Hazuki, yeah. who is also really good at that shit. And an over as a motherfucker, yes. Hazuki, yeah. too. Crowd was Dude, into it. the crowd was eating her up. And oh even, like, this was such a good Because this match. was a real return to form for Saya as well. I feel like all of the stuff that had been kind of going amiss was really on point here. Um, and you know, this is a good match for her because she hit that schoolboy uh, powerbomb really well. And that's how you know. She's having a good match. Um, yeah, I thought she was a great contributor here. Uh, this obviously, this was kind of below their GP match um, last year, because that was obviously shorter, and they just commit murder. Um, but this was right up there. Like, this was so exciting. There was so much passion behind all the moves. The crowd was so into Hazuki. Um, the finishing stretch was really well done as well. Because um, I don't think they overdid the kickouts. Like, sometimes they do. But this time, I feel like people were really on them. I felt like there was a yeah, like people to were it. really biting on them, you know, right until the last, you know. Um, so I because you can you can argue that Hazuki kicked out a bit too much, but I think that was like really the point. Yeah, was that it's like she doesn't fucking like, and as somebody who's a lore guy when it comes to this specific instance with Hazuki and the white belt, like she doesn't go down mm-hmm. easy, especially when it comes to you know, the white belt, just because that's kind of been her entire career arc. <laughs> so I think it worked that she kicked out of the Star Crusher and then the Firebird and then another Star Crusher and then, you know, and this and that and this and that. And I think that really worked because it's like she isn't just like this isn't just another challenger. She's about to make this the hardest fucking match you've ever had. And I think that was kind of what was needed for Saya in the oh, at this point time. in her reign was something to really, you know, Kick her in the ass. And yeah, I mean, dude, Hazuki's Hazuki's always been my girl. She just fucking oh, killed it. Yeah. Here. I was so happy. I mean, so did Sai. She she busted Hazuki's op- uh, nose open at one point uh, a little bit. It, it didn't like start like, you know, gushing or anything, but like it, it was like noticeably. I thought she broke her nose, but everything turned out to be fine. Uh, yeah, they they just went yeah, at it. Yeah, the moment they, they started trading big boots, it was like, oh, this this is it. This is the one, right? Like you just knew from that moment on. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this was such a great match. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting was uh, the Firebird Splash not getting the win, and uh, Saya having to hit three yeah. um, Star Crushers. So between that and Mina's yes. post match comment. I assume she's going to try the Phoenix Splash against Mina. Because now her new finisher has been kicked out of. And she's going to go, oh shit, I'm going to need a better one. So um, I think this is the end of the Firebird Splash as her finish. and Which is yes. interesting. And I think I think this is like a really smart booking thing, right? Where it's like, how do you get Saya to go back mm-hmm. to the Phoenix Splash? Well... Her her fin her you know substitute finisher has to not work as well anymore. How do you make that feel like a thing? Well, somebody has to kick out of it. So you get Hazuki, who is like built as like this fucking pillar of just like she is she withstands fucking everything. She is a hard ass. 
she'll beat the fuck out of you. She gets the fuck beaten out of her, you know, and you put her over by having her kick out of the finish. And then right after it's like, well, I guess I got to go back to, to old faithful. I think that's a perfect and a very simple story to tell, but I think that's a perfect story to tell. Put Suzuki over mm-hmm. enough. You know, I obviously would have liked it if she went all the way over and just won the belt, but it puts her over enough to where it's like, oh, well, she proved that it takes more to beat someone like her uh, than just the Firebird Splash. And I, I really like that. I yeah, that was no, they definitely went out of their way with the finish to make Kazuki look good. Um, and then between kind of Mina saying, hey, like you, you haven't hit the Phoenix Splash. Like, why don't you do it properly when when you face me? I'm still going to beat you, though. Um and man, if if Mina kicks out of the Phoenix, I think that's overkill. She probably her. won't. She probably won't. <laughs> um, but that, but that like she can that go does, for it. But and then that does win. take us to the interesting bit, which was um, Mina or Saya nominated Mina as her challenger for Yokohama Arena, which officially at this stage yep. blew the Cinderella tournament wide open because Mina 100%. had been the the lock. Right? It was Mina wins, challenges Saya, easy. Right, very easy. But now uh, that match is already set. We're you know a month and a few weeks away from the show, and they went very ballsy by saying we're going to set up both of our top title matches. So um, yeah, Cinderella is now completely up in the air because pre- I'm at the point where I think Micah yes, might win. Same. That's how yeah. that's how up in the air this Micah's shit is. Micah's probably my leading candidate right now. Um, but yeah, so this. Just this promo, I was like, "Oh, great, okay, yes." Yeah, so who the fuck's willing Cinderella? Because <laughs> that was that was my thought. Because um, I mean, Mina is winning the belt. I feel like at this stage, we can all agree on that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. The, the with the Phoenix with the know. Phoenix See, thing. This is the this is the first time that I was like, "Well, probably, I don't she's, know." She's because smart. She's gonna bait Saya, and Saya's gonna go for it, hesitate, and miss. That's probably how it goes. And then Mina can pin her. And then you think uh, Sai uses it to win the red belt uh, at some point? Probably, yeah. Or win the white belt yeah, back she'll, or she'll something she'll obviously like hit that. it that again, but yeah, in a, in a big match. But yeah, it's it's going to fail her against Mina, I think, is how they'll do it. I can um, see, see it. So yeah, that that was um, Saya's last, presumably, defense, because uh, she's going to lose it the next time. Um, I will say, one more thing. That's a credit to Zuki. Uh... She hit, yeah, she hit the, she burned, like, all of her big moves really early, and she did not waver, which is, like, a big thing for me, Mm -hmm. right? Because when you challenge or when you, like, when it's a big match, you know, kicking out finishes is just what happens for the person who's losing, especially. Uh, And when you don't have something in your back pocket, you look like an idiot for the last, like, five minutes. You know what I mean? Hazuki hit the hit the brain buster like 15 minutes in, and there was still eight minutes left. And she just like kept going. Like I didn't know what she was going for, yeah. but she just kept going. And I thought that was really uh obviously she's a pro. Obviously she's a fucking vet. But like that was just really like clear, like a small thing that's like she gets it. She knows what she's doing. She does not, you know, waver to things. Cause like I think that was a big thing for her makeup when she would have big matches is somebody would kick out of one of her big moves and she'd be like, well, I'm, I'm still yeah. here. What do I yeah. do? <laughs> no, that was why I enjoyed 
And even even Micah to yeah, some degree true, uh, yeah. does that as well. And I, I love Micah, but it's just an experience. Um, yeah, that was why the Julius Siri match was so cool. Because um, at a certain point, it was like, what the hell is going to mm-hmm. win this match? Um, and it obviously ended up being a yeah. twisted fucking Northern Lights bomb, which was great. Um, but yeah, this... Um, I mean, Saya's reign lost its way for a little bit, but as far as a last defense goes, or at least a presumably last defense, um, what a way to cap off. Is it safe to say this is the best white belt run ever? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean... I mean, like, who rivals it? Momo? And Momo yeah, had Momo some had stinkers. Momo had some very odd challengers. Like, there were some good ones. There were some really good ones, but yeah, there were some stinkers. Momo and the EO long ones were kind of padded by foreign wrestlers weren't they and kind of mid-card challengers yeah arisa hoshiki had two defenses against foreign wrestlers as well so hers is kind of yeah i think arisa is kind of a hard one though yeah because like she did have a lot of bangers it's it's definitely the momo yeah. well, Arisa. Ikawa, like, i've Ikawa seen probably has a, i've seen plenty of you good okay but well, obviously yes. those, some of those are hard to watch <laughs> and some of them are clipped like it's you know you're not seeing the full matches yeah. sometimes with Ikawa. i've only seen I think I've only seen like one <laughs> right. icon yes. because I just don't have that accessibility. You know, this is this is off topic a little bit, but I will say I was thinking about it because I needed a new login for Stardom World, uh, and I missed the old Stardom World account, the old Stardom World setup because I don't know if you know this, but you could just input the exact URL and not have to pay for oh, Stardom really? World. Yes. I never, I never paid for the old Star World because you could just input the URL of the match, and just click it. No way. Like that's just it. That's amazing. Yeah. So like, like legit. If I could, if I, I would ask someone like, hey, uh, can you send me the like or no? I don't know how I did it, but yeah, I would like it was just it was the easiest shit. It was crazy. They had very poor. Cybersecurity. Yeah, the old Stardom world was <laughs> such a trip. You know, I feel like I've told this story before, um, but I once opened that U website in public, and the old Stardom world would open on a photo shoot of the entire roster in their bikinis, I think, from... So oh, yeah. I opened Stardom world in public one time, and I've never closed the tab so fast in my life. <laughs> I I had no idea because I don't think I had like ever been on Stardom World before, and I was like, I might as well check it out, and then yeah, close it as soon as I could. Like that that old website was insane. Um, so yeah, that was that was old Stardom World. Um, but yeah, that's uh that was the white belt match. Um, our next match was a high speed championship match. Azumi defended against Starlight Kid in seventeen minutes with the numero umos. Numero uno submission. Um, this was pretty similar to all of their other high speed matches. Um, if you've the thing with them is if you've seen one, you've pretty much seen what they're gonna do. Like as two people who have yeah. watched Stardom for years, there's not a lot that these two can do that we haven't seen. But while it's great, I've seen I've seen every match that is available between the kid yeah. and... And I've Zero. seen a lot of them as well. Like, I've been watching for, like, over four years now. Maybe five. Um, so, like, it's stuff we've seen, and it's great, but it's definitely not, like... I'm never gonna... I'm not gonna remember this at the end of the year. You know what I mean? Um, 
but like it was yeah. really well wrestled obviously like they're they're crazy good at what they do their chemistry is off the charts um and i did like the added bit where they were kind of doing their high speed stuff but they were doing it and targeting the limb that their submission finishers work on because i don't think they did that last time yeah i thought and i thought the, i thought the setup was yeah. really smart for that as well uh because and obviously i liked it because the kid had nothing to do with it um because what what happened was azumi tried for a foot stomp to the mm-hmm. outside and kid moved so she has fucked yeah. up her knee right because that's how that works so azumi has a bad le- uh, knee and kid azumi hit a double foot stomp mm-hmm. onto kid's arm uh, which usually when that when they do that, it's very obvious and it looks kind of like wonky. But I don't know what it was. It just looked so natural for like it just looked like Azumi like snipered, yeah, like sniped her arm, like just it was really clean. So kid had a fucked up arm, and they, you know, went off of that. I thought that was great. Though I will say the Starlight Kid has pretty bad limb work overall. I'm just saying, but I thought that didn't take away from the match. I agree. I think that, like, this is the third year in a row that they've done a singles match for the high-speed title. Uh, or maybe the first one was in 2020, I think. Yeah, the first one was in 2020, so not the third year in a row. But that first one for the high-speed title was really good uh, because it, it, like, really, like, was an elevation of what they had done before. Um, and then the one last year was really good because it was kind of the first time that they got to do it on like a stage where like the world was watching so to speak and they you know but i feel like the issue with this one is it didn't break the mold all that much it did you know add something to it but you know like the action wasn't a step up from their previous matches which in some way they have done pretty consistently at least you know they've changed something up and they've made it uh more impactful more enthralling uh this one just didn't really have that to that degree though i thought it was a yeah. really good match. i mean look I, I feel like we aren't the audience for what these two are doing anymore um because i mean i don't enjoy yeah. that style of wrestling all that much anyway uh you know me i'm all about violence and cte um but i can obviously appreciate what they're doing like i thought it was a great match regardless um but yeah like it definitely wasn't a huge evolution from either of them was really like to me i can see that it was it was the send-off for this kind of era of their careers right because obviously their early career was defined by chasing the high-speed belt they have now both been high-speed champion this was presumably kids last high-speed title match for the foreseeable future presumably one of azami's last ones for the foreseeable future as a send-off to the era where they were high-speed champion this was a really nice match to to cap that off it was a, it was a greatest hit. Pretty much, yeah, for yeah, hundred percent. Like, you know, the, and you gotta respect that. Yeah, like they, they, there was there was an, a like, a reasoning to do that kind of match, definitely, because they're ne- the next time they wrestle, it's obviously going to be very different circumstances, and it's probably going to be very different pacing wise and everything else. So, I think as far as I will also say, them going right after Saya Hazuki was. Rough. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, like them going before that would have would have probably made this one seem and feel better, mm. but they like they decided to, they decided to put this match like not decided because obviously it was supposed to happen uh, against Ami and Saya where it would have obviously outshined mm. that a lot, but 
but <laughs> they decided, you know what, we'll give you guys the semi or the uh, semi singles main. I don't know how to call it uh, over the white belt this time. And then they decided to have one of the white be- best white belt matches I've seen in years. So, <laughs> you know, not great. Yeah, definitely not. But, um, you know, as a, as, a, as a cap off to this part of their careers, it was a nice match, a nice kind of run through of what got them to this stage. Um, even if they didn't reinvent the wheel all that much, aside from the added yeah. limb targeting, which I did appreciate. I did think that was a cool little addition from the both of them to, to set up their new kind of yeah. finishers. Uh- I like their uh, I like their opening sprint, but I feel like it's gotten a bit repetitive. Yeah, yeah, no, that know? that part like, especially like Azumi... is not. They did not reinvent the wheel. Yeah, like because Azumi does great ones with you know, like I mean, I always talk about her and Mesuruga had a great opening, you know, standoff to, so to speak, you know, but I don't know, they just don't hit. Yeah any that's more. fair that's fair <laughs> like the them specifically you know mix well, it up it's it's a very <laughs> clear uh and i hate to use this term but it's a very clear doing it for the gifts right like that opening yes. exchange is done to get gift and go viral which is fine it's what's whatever but um it definitely wasn't as inventive as azami and may for, for example um but just to close off this match, uh, afterwards, Kid did kind of out to the belt. She touched the belt. Her and Azumi made like a pinky thing. Um, you know, again, just saying, hey, this is a closure to this era of Kid's kind of run. And she's moving on to other stuff now. And that was a nice kind of thing. Because um, Kid has always been like that, even as a heel. She's very much like acknowledging her past, I guess. Like when she... She's a very emotional. Yeah, girl. like when her and Mayu hugged after one of the GP matches, wasn't it? And it was like, okay, I, yeah. you know, I'm still chasing you. Uh, her acknowledging the belt here of like, okay, this was the belt that I chased, but it's time to move on. Um, that was a nice little thing from from Kid afterwards. Um, and yeah, just a very nice visual with the two of them to kind of end the match. Um, and that takes us on from that one because they didn't really say much in the post match promo. Just that. Um, you know, Azumi was like, hey, I'm going to beat Sakigashima. Um, the next match then on the show was a World of Stardom Championship match. Julia and Maya Yukihi wrestled to a double countout in 18 minutes. Um, definitely have seen opinions across the board <laughs> on this one. Yeah. Um, I, like, I'm all for this kind of match. Like you, you probably knew that before I had even watched it. You knew I would love it. Um, like... They were just because the you know the storyline before the match was Maya didn't really care about the belt. She just thought, hey, I got to beat the shit out of Julia, and if I win the belt, I win the belt, right? She didn't care about it. Julia obviously cares about it, but she has the belt, so she's fine. So this was just a case of these two very combustible forces are gonna fight, and boy, did they ever fight! Like they just scrapped from minute one. The minute 18 until like five seconds before this match ended they were killing each other it was fantastic it was so well done right um there was a japanese article in the lead up to this match that compared this to hokuto and kandori that they were going to try and do hokuto and kandori and look nothing is ever going to be hokuto and kandori in the modern era yeah it's not really you possible. cannot especially without yeah, you blood. cannot have 
blood. I think that was. You cannot punch people in the face anymore. <laughs> like I think Hokuto and Ghidori is the best. The second one is the best match ever. Nothing will ever touch it. Um. So obviously, I didn't think this was as good as Hokuto and Ghidori, but they did a damn good job of trying to imitate it, right? And if you're gonna imitate anything, you might as well imitate one of the best two match series of all time. So, yeah. I I really felt like the 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 hatred and the vitriol and everything else was there, and they just carried it through, and it was the central point of the match. At no point did they ever forget that. Like, they didn't just forget they hate each other, which so often happens in stardom. They were just fighting. They didn't go for pins. One of them would roll out, and the other one would follow her and try and kill her, right? Like, they were doing crazy spots with tables and everything else. It was just so well done, and they they had such a focus of, okay, we're going to fight because we don't like each other, and if I happen to win, I happen to win. And that was it. And neither of them won. And that's fine. Um, but yeah, that was how I thought of it. It was a great match. I loved it from minute one to minute 18. Uh, it's made its way on my iconic spreadsheet that nobody will ever see. Um, but it's mine because I like to go back and watch some of these cool matches every now and then. And uh, yeah, this is on it. So um, that's how much I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it slightly less than him, but I thought it was really good. Um... Yeah, I I think I think what I was like, I think this was just missing blood. I think that's the I think that's the only thing. Yeah, really. Like I think, and that that's a me thing. I'm a big blood guy. There's a reason John Moxley has been my number one male wrestler every year since he went to AEW. I'm a I'm a big blood guy. And at the beginning, Julia clubbed Maya with the belt, and Maya rolled to the floor, and like got like got in a shelter position, right? Mm -hmm. Where she's like, kind of tucks her head, has her knees up. And I was like, holy shit, is she about to blade? I like got so excited because I was like, this is about to be like the match, right? And then she didn't. And I was a little disappointed, but I got back into it. But in like looking at it as a finished product, I definitely think any blood at all would have like made this a all-timer type Mm -hmm. of match. And I think without it, it felt like the the pacing was obviously out the window. They didn't need it. The structure didn't exist. Uh, The flow was all over the place. And that was the point. And it was great. But I think if... I don't know. I think the visual of something added like that would have made it, you know, on that level. But it it just, you know, they can't do that because stardom are pussies. So it's unfortunate. But you know, I thought the I thought the table spots were great. Shoot headbutts were great. Everything they did was mm-hmm. great. You know, it was it was a really really fun good match. But it, it definitely for that what they were trying to do with the double count out with it being like a true like you know gruely match. You know, grimy. I was just like, you you just need something to put it over the top like that. See, to me, the ex that was, that exclamation point was the Northern Lights bomb to the floor. Is that is so heinous. Mm. Like just that visual alone was like okay that like that's like how do you do that to somebody like I think that was the thing like I that was like gross, blood yeah. would have been cool but they made up for it with not only the table spots but the gnarly northern lights bomb to the floor like I feel like that was enough to to me um, but yeah I mean I mean blood would have been cool uh, definitely um, you, you you know what I think the reason why that hit less is because I think. I was looking away when she hit it. 
Really? Oh. And then I went back and saw it. <laughs> oh, you have to see it. Like the execution is great. Oh, no, I saw it. I've saw it. it. I, I've yeah, I've seen, I've seen it. Right. Like I went back and I, I, you know, of course, I watched yeah. through it a little bit. But no, like the first time, yeah, the first time I watched it, I don't think, I don't think it registered just how fucked yes. it was. Because since I've seen it afterwards, I was like, that's fucking gross, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, big time. Um, and yeah, I mean, what, what a way to finish the match, like. There's no better way to finish a match crazy. than a Northern Lights bomb to the floor. So, um, yeah, I love that ending, and I love that match. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm sure some people are unhappy about the match ending in a double count out, but I don't really mind. Like, I feel like the result never mattered to either of the wrestlers. So, like, I don't mind it. Had Mayukihi... This didn't want the other person Yeah, like, had Mayukihi been like, oh, I really want the red belt, I really need to win, like, okay, yeah, I can see it, but the entire time, she said, I don't give a shit about your belt. Like, I'm... I, 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 I hate you, and I hate Rossi, and I want to beat you up. And if I steal your belt, I steal your belt. Like, at no point was winning the objective for her. And it wasn't really the objective for Julia, either, because she just said, I'm going to beat you so bad, you don't come back, right? So... I, yeah, I feel like the result played into everything the two of them said in the lead-up to the match. And the match itself also drove it home, given the amount of times they just went on the outside and, and brawled, right? Like, they clearly did not care about winning this match. So, um, to me, the finish was, like, a completely great way to cap off the match and kind of fit with what they were doing. Um, but I definitely feel like... You know, the finish almost makes it so that you have to redo this, but, like, how do you redo this? You know what I mean? Like, because as I said last week, when we previewed yeah, the match, Maya Yuki does not lose a lot uh, to other women, that is. I know she lost Chris Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> she, did, she did lose to Chris Brooks, but, you know, the uh, I feel like you kind of have to let dudes win in Japan. Like, I feel like this, that's still a bit of a thing. Um, so, when it comes to other women she doesn't lose a lot um so if you if you redid this you'd still have that nightmare of okay who loses right because presumably if they were to do it towards it would have to be my yeah <laughs> and if you're doing it you would do it at you know a stardom dream queendom right or something like that but if you're doing it at stardom dream queendom presumably julia is still the champion so how do you get yukihi to challenge her unless she wins the gp an outsider, an outsider is isn't lot. winning the GP, right? Like that's, that's just not the especially case. not a Mayuki yeah. outsider. And I don't see Julia dropping the belt before that show, so like I don't know how you'd go back to it while it's I mean, still fresh. I don't think she's dropping the belt at all. Yeah, well that's true, but you know what I mean. Like I don't know how you do this while it's still fresh without Yukihi losing, and I don't know if she's up for that. Um. So, yeah, I feel like they are leaving money on the table if they don't run this back, but I'm also not sure they can navigate running this back because politics exists, right? Like, there's a reason some matches don't happen, and, uh, you know, this is probably one of them. This might yeah. be one of them. Because, I mean, it happened in AJW sometimes where, you know, there was a lot of 50-50 stuff back then with the other companies, or they just didn't do matches. Like, Hokuto never wrestled Kanzai. Probably because both companies were like, fuck no, she is not losing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, 
or somebody would go 50-50. So they gave her Hoda. That's so fucked. Yeah. I feel like that was always the case. It's like, oh no, Hokuto ain't losing. You want somebody to lose, here's Hoda. Oh, and, <laughs> same yeah, difference. LPW is the same. Like, oh, here's Eagle Sawai. You want to beat her up? <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. kill her. I don't yeah. care. JWP was like, listen, Devil is off limits, and Dynamite Kanzai is off limits. You can beat whoever the hell you want um, otherwise. Or, or they'd all just do 50-50, right? Like, that's kind of how it was. And they got beat so bad that Ozaki started Oz Academy, and now here we oh, are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the... I don't know. Like, I love this match. I'd love to see them do it again. But I don't know how they get to that unless Yukihi signs, really. Because if she signs, obviously you have a lot more flexibility. Well, she's not but, signing. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's not signing. Um, she's too old. Yeah. She already said so. So... I don't know. I can see why people might be upset if uh, they don't go back to this, but I feel like I've just accepted that it's going to yeah. be very difficult I think... to redo. Yeah, I think, it, and it's. It... I will say, last week I said this is going to be a disappointing match, and then fucking Tam's going to walk out. And I'll say, not disappointed with the match, slightly disappointed on the finish, but that's okay. And then fucking Tam Nakano walks out. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, <laughs> like she, oh, man, that was so fucked. Yeah. Not fucked, but just like, I hate being right sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the the Tam visual was very funny. Um... Yeah, because like they're, they're like arguing across the ring, like from other sides of outside of the ring. And they're like, just just like on the mic, just yelling at each other. And Maya walks out, and she like fucking makes fun of her. And then Tam's like, hi. Mm-hmm. Like she's like walks out like with the strut. I'm just like, why are you here? Yeah, nobody invited you. Okay, <laughs> leave. Um, and then so and... the interesting thing with Tam is that she said straight up, "I want that red belt. I'll bet anything to get that match." Now, Julia did respond with, "If it's us, wouldn't it just be enough for the belt?" But I don't know. Like, I feel like you don't bring up Tam betting something unless you add that in as a stipulation. And I feel like Yokohama Arena is such a big venue that it almost needs a big stipulation like that. So... The, f- the messed up thing about this is in the story of Lore and Tam Road, Tam should win this yes. match. But she shouldn't in the world Everything of else. professional <laughs> yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's that's the issue. Because, like, they've done this match so often, and they've had both women get their payoffs, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, uh, Tam finally got that back on Julia in the highest stakes match. White belt on the line. Julia loses her hair. Tam, even though she lost a bunch to Julia before that, finally got that win. And then... You know, Julia lost her hair. She went on this whole revival, whole redemption. She got injured, and she had to like she had to grind her way back to the top. Beats Tam, wins the five star, wins the championship. They both got there. Like th- that's rare in a in yeah. a feud, in a wrestling feud, especially for it to work so well. I thought the matches were pretty bland personally, but it worked. Like the story, being able to hit those two markers is so insane. Mm-hmm. Like that's not how it usually works. They aren't hitting a third. Like, no. it, I, I don't believe no. it. You know, I mean, like, they, they, they can't. There's nothing else to the hit. The only 
And if it is a Tam retirement match, I think that's a terrible idea. Because then Julia, like with the Waka thing, except to probably a way higher degree, Julia beating Tam and Tam retiring is terrible for Julia. Yes, because Tam is very popular. I mean, it's like if it's it's like if I don't know, it's like if Kota Ibushi was still in New Japan and he beat Naito and Naito mm-hmm. had to retire because of it. Oh yeah, people loved Ibushi. Like, don't get me wrong, Ibushi was popular. That's why I'm not saying Okada because you know Okada's kind of back and forth. I mean, obviously people really like him, especially in Japan. But like, people loved Ibushi just like they like they love Julia. But Tam. Naito getting outed from the company because mm. of them is gonna make people upset with Julia Ibushi. Yeah, you know what I mean, which like I don't know if they'll do the career stipulation. I like they I might not. do Tom can't challenge for the red belt again, and then that leads her to retire or whatever eventually. Like, that might be how they go, but I don't know. Like, the stipulation I thing, I know Julia kind of disregarded it, but I don't know why you'd mention it at all if you're not going to go back to it. And especially for a show... I would love if the stipulation was just... <laughs> of course. But... Like, you can't do hair versus hair again. You can't really do hair versus title. That just isn't fair. Um, So you kind of have to put something beyond that on the line. Um, So I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I do feel like the only way you can do this match again is as the conclusion. Because you've already had, as you said, both of them get their big win. The only thing left is to close the book on it. So, yeah. like at that point, you kind of have to have some sort of finality to it. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see how it unfolds. Because if it is just a normal match, I feel like that might be slightly letting us down. Um but I don't know. I, I don't have confidence it would be a normal match. I feel like given the venue and given what was said in the promo, there'll have to be a stipulation of some sort uh, attached to it. Because um, where was the where was the Yamada Toyota hair versus hair match? Was that also Yokohama Arena? Let me check. Because that would make a lot of sense. Uh, let me see. It's really difficult because it, it was also an IWA style match. Uh, no, it was in Cork. Wait, really? I thought so. I thought it was in Corkin, but yeah, it's in oh, Corkin. Oh, that's crazy. There's other Corkin. Hmm. All right. Well, then that's me completely off. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel... Wait, what? The... Wait, wait. This is I... off topic. Uh, Toshi Yamada wrestled in the semi-main event of that really? show too. Against Aja Kong and Bull Nakano. That has to be wrong. Mm. There's no way that she got her ass beat by Aja Kong and Bull Nakano and then had a hair versus hair match. I don't know. AJW was a bit weird sometimes. She might have been filling in for some. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, it, it just happened. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. AJW is a weird place. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the Tam Yukihi thing. Or not Tam Yukihi, Judy Yukihi and the Tam promo. Uh, Maya's promo in the post-match comments left a lot of questions. She was like, oh yeah, I might just get banished now and was like laughing about it. Um, 
But she was like, hey, I would like to wrestle in stardom again. And she said, until we meet again, Arrivederci, Julia. So she like there's nothing to read into there. Like she said she might get banished. She said she'll see Julia again. <laughs> like Didn't Julia say say Matana? Which means they both see you did again. kind of say I'll see you again, but like her post her post show okay. thing was like, Yeah, they might like banish me. I uh I think that's just Yeah, a bit. I have no idea. So Yuki didn't really say much of uh that was definitive in her post match thing, but uh I think her and Julia being like, Hey, I'll I'll see you again down the road was very nice. Um, yeah, Julia did reiterate though, uh, it's if this is the red belt, uh, we don't need to talk about hair, money, or anything like that. Um, so yeah, she seems to be very much downplaying the stipulation aspect, um, at the moment, but I don't know. I just, I don't know why you'd bring it up if you weren't going to do something with it. That's just me. Um, now, <laughs> the main event of the show was a triangle derby final. It was Kurumi Hiragi, Suzu Suzuki, and Risa Sarah. Beating Amisore, Mirai, and Shuri to win the first Triangle Derby and retain the Artist of Stardom Championship. Suzu pinned Mirai with a German suplex in just under 15 minutes to get the win. Whoever decided that this match was going to be eight minutes of Suzu versus uh, Mirai deserves a raise because they Ooh. went crazy again. And before they went crazy, you had like Amisore hossing it up with Kurumi and Risa Sarah and like oh it was so it's such a great match man like what a great final man I again I, I tweeted this uh but something and we have seen that this show had so much just destructive gross wrestling yeah. right and I'm a deathmatch guy <laughs> something about watching Mirai and Suzu wrestle just made me feel and reminded me how much wrestling must fucking hurt a motherfucker. Like, I don't know what it was. It was one of the lariats that just fucking, like, I'm saying the F word a lot. I'm sorry. But, like, it it just, it, I don't know. Mariah just throwing a lariat at Suzu just made me remember that it's like, oh, that she shouldn't have survived that if she was a normal human being. <laughs> like, that shit's gross. <laughs> and it's just it's just the most like basic wrestling. But something about Mariah doing it, something about Suzu doing it, it just it feels it just feels bad. And I love it. Yeah, there is something different with when it's Suzu and Mariah. Right? Like this bring a realness to it that not a lot yeah. of people can match. Um and that's why they're one of the best pairings in the company. Because even when they're just doing normal wrestling, it really brings you in, right? Um, so yeah, I, I agree cool. with that. And I, th I feel like having them like dominate the last eight minutes of this match was a fantastic choice. Yeah. Uh, I also like the, the start where prominence like immediately... So Risa Sarah got into the match. She started the match for what might be the first <laughs> time the entire tournament. And it's just like, you know what? Give me a second. She, she goes, she grabs a chair, and she starts swinging. I was like, damn, this is crazy. That was <laughs> I was like, damn, that's how we starting. And I love this. Uh, and then Sherry and Risa, phenomenal. They always work pretty well together. Um, yeah, I thought this was just a really, really good match. And it really put Suzu and Prominence over big time. Mm. Uh, 
similar to the match earlier, similar to the entire tournament. Like that's that's it's wild that the first three months of stardom has been dedicated to putting prominence over. Yeah, yeah, pretty much them and Maya. Like Suzu, even though Suzu, Su, yeah, I mean, even though Suzu lost the title match, like she's been in the two paper, like the two big shows, she's been in the main event. She's won one of them. Like, she has more main events than Julia does. You know, like, that's insane. And the thing is, like, Suzu won both matches on this show. Like, a further... Yeah. Like, Suzuki closed a pay-per-view for stardom. Like, with a belt in her hand and a championship banner. Like, that is huge, right? Um, So, like, they're still all in on Suzu. I still believe that if she signed they would put the red belt on her within 12 months. Like, I have no doubts about it. Um, and yeah, they've done a really good job of making prominence like the big trio in, in stardom. And yeah. um, like, they've completely gone counter to what I expected. Like, I really thought that the Yokohama Arena show would be the, you know, the outsiders losing the belts back to the tournament winners, right? And like, like seven up would drop to somebody in the tag division or whatever. Um, but instead, it's just like, no, like the prominence are just that good. And we don't know when they're going to have challengers. I know Queen's Quest did set themselves up as, as their next challengers, but presumably yeah. that'll be on one of the pay per views kind of scattered throughout next month. Like, I know they have like four rounds of the Cinderella, so it might yeah. be on one of those. Um, but yeah, like, I just. Maybe a Corican. Maybe. I think it's probably the Cinderella final. Uh, I don't know. I think Cinderella final is probably the one. Set. Um, yeah, like prominence are just the the trio, and that's kind of how they've gone with it. Um, yeah. so yeah, that was that was that show, and honestly, like the last, I I say five matches, but you could include the semifinals in that. Were just so good, right? And they're all so good. And they're so good in their own ways, right? Like, Maya and Julia was very different to Azumi and Kid, which was different enough to Hazuki and Saya, which was quite different to Mirai and Hashimoto. Or not Mirai, I keep doing that. Himeka and Hashimoto. And obviously the trios matches were different to all of those. Like, you had so much variety here, and everything hit. Like, it is absurd at how well some of these stardom shows can deliver. And this was this was one of the biggest ones. Like this is gonna be one of their best shows of the year when all is said and done. Yeah, um, kind of depending on how Yokohama Arena goes, but maybe the GP final. Like the GP final is usually one of the most like absurd cards every year. Like <laughs> I feel like every year we're like, how the fuck do they do that? And then they outdo it next year. Yeah. Um. They love they love those tournament yeah, finals being being very cool. much so. Um. So yeah, but that that. Uh, pay-per-view did so much like that pay-per-view blew open the next two months worth of stardom because cinderella is unpredictable now i have no idea what half of the people are doing for yokohama arena like it they just said strap in and come along for the journey and i i'm here for it um now there's (laughs) are we here for it though there's five shows happening in the next eight days I say we preview the Corican, and that's it. Because <laughs> um, my—I th- don't know if you can hear my throat. I'm already my throat is already sore. We've been going for almost two hours. If we preview all five shows, we'll be here for another twenty minutes. 
Let's just do the Karkin. Man, I think we have to preview all. I think we have we to preview all of the shows. They all have all something on. Really don't. Just. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> all right. I don't really care that much. So the car. I'm just looking at. I'm just looking at this. Uh, what is this? The fifteenth, well, and I was like, you damn, can the talk show, through the cool matches. You can Mayu? talk through the cool matches from the next four shows if you would like. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. You do not yeah, have to talk. I'll just, go and do just, something else. All right. Yeah. Um. So the the Karkin Hall show is on Friday. So uh, very very soon. Um, the opener. I mean, I think this card is great. Actually, like this is this is one of the better Stardom cards yeah. I've seen in a bit. So the opener is the uh, Future of Stardom number one contenders match. It's Miyu Amasaki versus Rina versus Hina, which just happened on the pay-per-view. Um, you, We thought Rina would win, but obviously she won at the pay-per-view, so maybe not. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah no clue. Like, who knows? I feel like I feel like may, maybe they just feed Hina to her yeah. for right now. Possibly. Because I imagine they just want pad. Ami's. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Ami ship right now, so probably okay. you know. All right. Uh, the next match then is a three-way tag. It's Koguma and Momokogo versus Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death versus Mika Ozaki and Chairman Ram. So it's kind of interesting. The Rebel Enemy are still getting booked after the Derby is over. Yeah. That's something to keep an eye on. Um, I feel like Death might just roll somebody up here because this is prime Fukigen Death material. Yeah, uh, probably in a way to tie yeah. win here. Either Saki so get the revival or Definitely. Death. death. <laughs> um, match after that then is Shuri and Mirai versus Black Desire of Momo Anabe and Starlight Kid. What a match! Um, the kid might actually might actually show up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen here, but I'm into it. Uh, maybe it's a draw. Maybe they do the draw finish here, um, or Shuri just gets the win. Because she, they're gonna keep building her up. No, I feel like this has to be yeah, a draw. Probably. We haven't had we haven't had enough draws lately, you know. Gotta gotta get them back in the system. Mirai Mirai Shuri hasn't even like vaguely done a tag thing. Shuri hasn't done any tag stuff with God's Eye outside of yeah, the tournament. Inaba. By the way, where the fuck is Inaba? I miss her. I know she's gonna be in Cinderella, oh, yeah. but please get her back. Get her back on some of these shows. Is he? Beating the shit out of her sister in uh, JTO. Yeah. <laughs> um, the match after that then is an eight-woman tag. It's Julia or not? Yeah, Julia, Micah, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai versus Mai Uitani, Saida, Hazuki, and Hanan. So that's probably a DDM win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next match. Yeah. This is gonna absolutely eat. This is Utami, Saya, and Azumi versus Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Mariah May. So uh, the first time Tam is teaming with the Venus squad. Um, going to be interesting to see how that goes. Queen's Quest probably wins since they did challenge for the artist belts. Um, but yeah, this is going to eat it up. Yeah. Like the entrances alone. Like Queen's Quest is going to come out in the full, like with the flag and the robes. And Club Venus is going to dance. And I'm going to be like, hell yeah. I'm going to be on my knees screaming slay. It's going to be great. This is no disrespect to Mariah May. I fucking miss on Unagi, man. Like I'm looking at this, I'm just like, I never thought I would miss the OG uh, Kozen trio, but we just ain't never gonna no. get that again. That's yeah, crazy. Pro Unagi. Um, the match after that then is a future of Stardom Championship match. It is Amisori defending against Lady C, and um, while well, Amisori is gonna win. Uh, yeah. Then we have Himeko. 
But Lady C did say that she might have make a decision Ooh, after that. Ooh, interesting. Okay, interesting. Uh, then we have the Himeka Retirement Road singles match. We have Himeka versus Natsupoi. And uh, Natsupoi is going to win. But we can all only hope that they go full uh, actress girlsism and just forearm the ever living shit out of each other. Yeah. I yeah. hope they go full um, And then the main event is a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. It's Nanai Takahashi and Yu of the Neo Stardom Army, also known as 7UP, uh, against Natsuko Tora and Roraka, uh BMI 2000. I hope. They let Tora and you go crazy because the last time they got time yes. to just go crazy together, it was fantastic. So um, I don't expect it because they're doing a weird feud with Nanai and Rocka, but I want Tora and you to just beat on each other. Well, that well, I mean, they usually go even with Seven Up, like they they uh, don't. I don't know. They I usually feel like you don't tend to dominate, to... but sometimes like if Nanai has a storyline, they let her take center stage. Yeah, I don't know. I think I I see. I can. I think some good stuff will happen from this That's match. That's valid. Um, uh, people people are way harder on this match than I think that given credit because I think this has the potential. Oh to yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I I think it could be great. Um, and that's the Corkin. So if you want to run through the other stuff, um, be my guest. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Uh. uh oh. Uh. Young OED versus Club Venus. That'll be. Um, the enthusiasm is off the charts. Anything. Okay, <laughs> Micah and Hameka for the for the main event of the um, Hachijo Hachiji Hachioji Hachioji. I keep getting, I forget forget the I O right. Hachioji. The main event is Mahime versus Meltier specifically. Um, damn, I can't believe this is it. Like I, I feel like this, like, because I was predicting this match to happen for the tag belts at Yokohama, right? Yep. Like months ago, before they dropped the tag belts, and now we're here. That's fucking depressing. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Yeah. Um. But you know, it'll be a good match, I'm sure. Uh, there's also a big five-person tag with Oedo Tai, where Momo is serving in that picture. I don't know if you're seeing it. Uh, but what show is new this? Render. I don't know if it's new even. What show is this? Huh? Oh, this is for Hachioji. Kidoks, let me see. Her her new like her I render is see just if like it's Slay. Oh, Momo serving look. <laughs> like she is serving. Like like I know I know it's weird when I say that, but I'm being one hundred percent serious. She's serving. Um Yeah. She looks she looks yeah. she looks fly. She looks flat. She looks pretty flat for a way to tie. Oh, God. Uh, I'm, I'm for leaving. That's it. This is, the show is over. And all the girlies say are pretty fly for an way to tie. Get it. Did it. Okay. Um, after that, we already talked about a little bit of this. Um, so, apparently, no decision will be made because Lady C will be wrestling <laughs> against DDM a few days later um, in a 4-on-4. Four and, four. and then the main event Question mark is um Hazuki, Mayu, and Koguma against uh Black Desire and Saki Kashima, which is interesting. Oh. Um They don't usually I don't know if I'm just like remembering weird, but I feel like they don't usually like do the like those are pretty big trios. So I don't know if that will stay the main event. But if it is, that, that's an interesting one to keep an eye out for. Uh and that was on 
that's for what is this that's for the 12th yeah uh and then i am now on to the 15th which uh, meltier versus hazuki and mayu again kind of wild uh that'll be a fun match like you said meltier's kind of fucked because they don't have waka around uh yeah, that's pretty much it from that. And then the last one is on the 16th, which will be after next week's show, but we won't be able to talk about it because it's like on it's on the day that it go, it's just annoying. Um that has some cool stuff. Uh except for my except for me versus Sakashi, mm-hmm. that's not cool. Uh they have the Ooh, I actually like this one a lot. They have Utami, Saya, and Azumi taking on the um, Stars Challengers from last year, which is Suzuki, Koguma, and Hanan, which could be really good, I think, if they gave it a little bit of shine. But considering where they're at, which is... Is this Osaka Edeon? Is this somewhere else in Osaka? It's Osaka ATC Hall. So I imagine it's smaller than I have Edeon? No I don't idea. know. But it might be good, might not mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. Uh, other than that, Konami is back. What? Oh yeah, she's is she is no, she's working with Golden Week, did, isn't she? Is that's not? not Golden Week. Oh, that's next week. Oh, cool. <laughs> Hi, Konami. <laughs> yeah, hello, Konami. Um, I mean, sure. Yeah, it's it's, it's Konami with the God's Eye trio against Oedotai, uh, which is BMI and Black Ooh, Desire. Interesting. And then Julie and Himeka in the retirement road match. Damn. Konami just... Emo Konami, too. That's the thing. That was a jump scare. Because uh, her, her render is emo Konami, where she looks oh, like right. a vampire. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, that looks like an interesting show. Say at least some of the matches are something. Uh, Mariah May is going to pin Saida again, because I hate everything that's ever happened in my life. Um... And yeah, those those are those are the highlights of the shows right. for the next. Eight I, I days. hope that was fulfilling for you. I hope uh, I hope you got what you wanted out of that. Well, it was nice to, to bring bring yeah. up some stuff. Well, I I, compl- I didn't even. Nobody would have known. Yeah, I literally would be had back. no idea because that's so random. Like, I didn't either. I don't even Osaka? like. I feel like I should text Sprite because that's so she's random. On, she's on another <laughs> show next week as well. She's on Mayu's Homecoming on the Sunday. Oh shit! That's so strange. Yeah, because well, we'll I know she was announced week. for Golden Week, but, yeah. but I guess she's on here as well. So, um... Konami has not interacted with like Queen's Quest since oh, she's been God. gone. It's Fucking been the same Q-Q. matches over and over. Again. <laughs> Fucking QQ. Fucking that was Q-Q. great. I love that. Well, except for, wait, no, she just what? did, didn't she? Because it was Konami oh, yeah. and Azumi. Yeah, never mind. I'm an idiot. Well. That's uh that's all the fun. Um, Konami is just showing up for like two shows and then disappearing again, which is is great. Depending but um yeah, so that's the next week of Stardom. Lots of house shows. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about some of them, <laughs> probably the higher end stuff. And yeah, that was this show. Very long show. You don't need me to talk anymore, so I think it's time to close the show. Yeah, I'm done. All right. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo.